So today in the podcast, we're talking about why you have no energy, even if you sleep pretty well. Why are you tired? Even after a good night's sleep. That is what we're looking at today. So let's get going. Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Welcome to today's episode and we are talking about kind of why are you tired even if you sleep pretty well. So a lot of the time when I'm working with people, they'll be like, I'm so tired, but I actually feel like I sleep well and I'm so confused. So today I'm going to go through the, the kind of process and basically why you might be feeling exhausted even if you sleep eight hours a night or seven hours or nine hours or whatever you feel like is a good amount. I'm going to be sharing with you the exact things that could be getting in the way of you and then of course what you can do about them (laughs) because that's the most important thing. So that is what we are going to be doing today and I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you are doing really well. Life on uh, this side of things is going great. I am, well I say great, that's maybe an overstatement. I'm always very optimistic, overly positive. You know, I'm a parent and I've got three tiny children. So there's highs and there's lows, which I think is just normal. Um, My twin girls at the moment are teething. So there's, you know, some lows with that. Bless them because they're just in pain, which is unfortunate. Um, So that's happening and going on. I um, am taking on new clients. So that feels really exciting. Just had a client sign up today actually so um one of those spaces as of recording this probably more have gone actually by the time this goes live so if you do want to work with me before my prices increase I really recommend you book a call super soon so keziahall.com forward slash book just to, to chat with me um because I think these spaces will go really quick and then my prices are going to increase a little bit um because they haven't gone up for a long time um so that's been happening I've also been getting lab tests through so I've actually gone through stool uh, through two stool tests uh, this week, which I always find so interesting. Oh, it's just fascinating <laughs> what goes on there. Um, and I had a client, one came back uh, with two parasites going on. So fun times for them and a bunch of yeast. Um, and that makes total sense with their symptoms and they've been struggling for a long time. And then another client who also actually had a parasite, but I think the main issue for them was a bit of SIBO happening. So small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and it looked like a very methane dominant, um, infection that might all just go over your head, basically like gut imbalances and infections going on. Um, and she was, it's just been a real point of burnout, digestive issues just so much going on and so we uh and actually really struggled with energy and for her I think a huge part of her energy and her burnout is actually her gut even though we you know you wouldn't really think of it that way because she actually eats quite a healthy diet uh but actually there's been a, there's a lot of gut stuff so that we are working on so that she can get her energy back and it's already starting to improve even just after a couple of weeks but getting lab tests is so helpful because it just means you kind of cut through some of the unknown and just can get right to the right to the heart of it as it were so that's always fun I love going through lab tests also went through a heavy metal test for a client who we were looking at um, actually energy was a key thing there as well energy and skin and 
there was some aluminium toxicity going on and some arsenic toxicity as well as really high copper which I uh, which is quite common and really high calcium which is interesting. So, I mean, I could do podcasts on all of those episodes, all of those topics themselves. But yeah, that's basically basically my week. Client work, going through labs, recording podcasts, um, pouring chamomile homeopathic sachets into my twin girls' mouths, bless them, and just, you know, giving them lots of jiggles and kisses. They're six months old this week as of recording this. Isn't that mad? I am so freaking proud of myself for... for the last six months to be fair the last 18 months pregnancy was a total I mean I just don't know how to describe it without extreme swearing so um and then obviously birth isn't a barrel of laughs it was totally fine but there's recovery and bleeding and it's just all the things and then also you then have new and then you have two newborns actually who never sleep so you then have that as well as the toddler so um yeah the last 18 months have been have just have been an adventure and have been a bit wild um so I am really proud of myself I feel a bit emotional actually (laughs) recording this wasn't expecting that um yeah I do feel really really proud of myself and really privileged to have had the support I've had and continue to have and proud of how I've looked after myself and felt my feelings and asked for help and um yeah kind of now seeing the light at the end of that tunnel because pregnancy was one big dark tunnel and that newborn phase is a bit of a tunnel I always think and now you know they're sleeping better and I'm getting all right sleep and yeah it's fun now we get to get to know their little personalities and yeah it's exciting so anyway didn't mean to run on for that as long but six months in guys um so yeah that's been a little bit of one having this end thank you so much for everyone that left a review i realized i've not had a new review for like over a year probably because i don't ever ask you guys to leave me one which is terrible podcasting etiquette by the way so if you want to leave me a review i would love it if you would go and do that on itunes i've had i think one or two reviews in 2021 so i would love some more if you like this podcast if you listen regularly it's just a really nice way of um acknowledging all the time and energy and money that i put into producing this podcast every week because it does it is costly but I totally choose and love to do it because I know it really helps you but leaving a review is a great way for it to get in front of more people and also just to say thanks for doing it otherwise right that's enough of me talking on and crying and getting emotional and getting you to leave your reviews let's get on with today's show and talk about how you can get and create and have more energy Hey, hey, hey. I'm interrupting myself to tell you something really, really important. So you listen to this podcast. So I'm guessing you would love to create more energy. You'd love to have a flatter belly, better digestion, more glowing skin, healthy balanced hormones, right? And chances are you're really struggling with that. You've listened to this podcast. You maybe implemented a couple of things. You've actually, you're actually trying hard to make changes, but you're not seeing the results. You're still struggling with bloating. Your skin's weird. Your hormones are out of balance. Your bowels are just embarrassing. Whatever it is, I know I can help. And the great thing is, is I currently have capacity to take on new 
new clients. I'm officially done with maternity leave. I have some great childcare, so I can take on a lot more clients, which is exciting. So if you've been on the fence about working with me, you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Will this work? Will it not? Then listen up. I'll also be increasing my prices soon as well. So if you've been wanting to work with me and you're really not sure, now's a great time to book in a call with me just so we can chat it through because it also might mean you save money as well. So if you head to keziahall.com forward slash book, you can book in your free Zoom call with me. And this is a totally chilled, no pressure, informal chat where I just find out more about what's happening. We'll chat through what your program might look like, what it is that you might need to make progress. And then you can go and decide what's going to be the best fit for you. I offer also offer installment plans in terms of payment. So wherever your finances are, there's probably an option we can find that works for you. I know I can help you. I've worked with thousands and thousands of women. I've been doing this for years. I've done loads of training, fully qualified to do this. And I would love to help you create more energy, a happier flatter belly, more balanced hormones, glowing skin, deal with any pain issues. This is what I do with clients every single week. And we could get start working together within the next couple of weeks which is so exciting. So kezyohall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me to find out more so that you can get in before the price increase. And we could get started soon. Just think where you could be in eight weeks time, how you could feel in that amount of time. And if you like this podcast, chances are you will love working with me in this program because we'll just get you results really fast. That is the power of personalized approaches to your health and body and nutrition. Okay. I'd love to chat with you soon. So keziahall.com forward slash book to book your call. That's keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call. I'll send you an email after the booking's made and then we'll chat on Zoom, which will be really, really fun. Okay. Sending you lots of love. So let's dive in and talk more about energy. So in this episode, I'm really going to be helping you figure out essentially how to get more energy because that that would be nice wouldn't it I have to say um like every client that works with me I mean another way of saying it is no client comes to me saying well Kezia I just have so much energy actually you know like I'm just I've just got so much energy I'm feeling great most of the time people who work with me need more energy and in general if I would say to you you could have more energy you'd probably be like uh yes sweet I would love that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to go through why it is that you could have low energy or what are the things robbing you of your energy, even if you sleep really well. So a lot of the time people can be like, I'm so tired and maybe they just need to go to bed earlier. Like that's a genuine thing. But a lot of the time I'm working with clients and they're maybe like sleeping eight, nine, 10 hours a night if they get the chance and they are still exhausted or like they feel like they're actually you know maybe not getting tons of hours but they're not interrupted and they have a decent sleep and they're totally mystified to why they're exhausted because they're like well Kezi it's not like I have insomnia because obviously that's a more of you know an obvious thing I also have clients that do have insomnia and really do struggle with sleep so obviously they're going to be tired and it's a very clear problem to fix you know if you're tired because you're not sleeping well then that's very much what I'm going to work on with my clients is how to get their circadian rhythm back on track so they can sleep really well but for a lot of the time the sleep seems to be fine, but people are still tired. So that's what I'm going to look at with you today. We're looking at energy, how you can get more of it. And how I'm going to do it is I'm going to kind of walk you through a bit of a case study with one of the clients, um, with one of my previous clients, just so that I can put like some flesh and 
bones on this. Otherwise, this could just sound like me being like, blah, 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 do this, do this. So I'm actually going to share with you the whole process I went through with this client who we're going to call Lola. That's not her real name, but I just thought that was a cute name. We're going to call her Lola. And uh, this is a client I worked with right up until I went on maternity leave. Um, and I'm going to share with you how we got her energy back because she actually was sleeping okay, but she was really struggling as you know, you'll come to hear. So that is a little bit what we're going to talk about. And the goal is that you will take away a couple of really clear, actionable things that you can take action on this week that are going to help you create more energy, which it sounds like a good deal to me. Okay. So let's dive on in. Let's first... Before we look at energy and how to get more of it, we first need to be really clear of what it is and what it is that we're trying to create and what is that whole thing. So when I'm talking about energy here as a holistic nutritionist and with my kind of functional medicine matrix and model that I use, energy, what I'm thinking about is this thing called ATP, adenosine triphosphate is I think how you pronounce it, but that is like the biochemical currency of what we call energy. It's what um, our bodies mix. We often think that things like sugar gives you energy, but sugar kind of gives you energy because it helps the production of ATP if, in a really simple thing, a really simple way of explaining it. And what makes ATP is something called the mitochondria in your cells. So most of the cells in your body have mitochondria. There's a couple of cells like red blood cells that don't, but majority of cells, nearly most of the cells in your body will have these little, like think of them like power plants, like little energy stations that create energy um, and they'll create ATP. They originate from um, bacteria. So they're actually kind of almost more bacterial organisms that live within our cells. And in order to create this thing that is energy, this ATP, you have to put in energy. So it costs us energy to create energy. But the idea is we have a net gain of energy, if that makes sense. So for example, if we put it, you know, we put in two ATP, we get out four ATP. I can't remember exactly what the actual equation is. It's, I think it might be two. Anyway, but that's the general idea. So it costs us energy to make energy, which is quite an interesting thing to think about because that's when sometimes your more chronic fatigue things can happen is that it's, there's, you know, that, that the cost, you know, that feeling tired is almost, can sometimes be that cost. Not in all cases, but it's helpful to think about it like that way. And when I'm working with clients, so when clients come to me, whether it is they have like ME or chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia or these more severe fatigue cases, or, you know, there's other stuff going on when they're just a bit, and, you know, their energy is kind of maybe priority number three. It's not the main thing, but it's up there. Um, then what I like to do and how I like to structure it or talk about it with clients to help put um, a framework to it so that we can work on it. Because the thing with energy, it can, it can sound very, ooh, I'd like more energy, like ooh, fluffy clouds or just like, what does that mean? And if we, if we don't create a structure around it, it's really hard to ground down in practical activities because we're just like, oh, I'd like energy, which is this some far off thing that hopefully will waft in my direction. Was actually one, as soon as you know that energy is essentially ATP, it's something that we make within ourselves. It's a process that costs energy to make us. Then we can actually start to really ground down and look at it in a more analytical, practical fashion. And the way that I talk about it with clients is I, I split energy into these two things. And these are more metaphorical than accurate from a biochemical perspective, but 
if you don't know by now, I'm constantly <laughs> talking in visual images to help us understand some of these complexities, help me understand some of the complexities that go on within the body. So I think of energy in two buckets. Number one, you have the production of energy, the production of this ATP, the actual making of energy. Number one, are you making good enough energy? What is happening? Have you gotten the good nor raw a good amount of the raw materials to produce energy because you need key things, ingredients for the mitochondria to produce this ATP. So that's number one, production of energy. Number two, the spending of energy. How do you spend your energy? So you are you an overspender of energy? Are you, you know, is your body spending a lot of its energy fighting inflammation in the gut? Is it spending a lot of energy dealing with a stressful, abusive relationship? Is your body spending a lot of energy um, dealing with um, toxins of mold in your home? Is your body actually spending a lot of energy on uh, leaky gut and gut permeability? Is your body spending a lot of energy on heavy metal toxicity? Is it spending a lot of energy on some uh, dealing with medications and the side effects of them or on excessive or just any alcohol? It doesn't even need to be excessive because alcohol is always a bit of a burden on the body. Like, what is your energy spending on? And if you're feeling tired, You've either got a problem with production of energy or a, pro a problem with your spending of energy and often both, depending on where you are on the scale, if that makes sense. So if you've got a chronic fatigue, ME, fibromyalgia issue going on, chances are you are you need to address both of those things. If you just say you're kind of mildly fatigued, not really massively fatigued, but would like a wee bit more energy, chances are your production of energy is fine. You're probably just spending your energy. You're like overspending it a little bit and you need to kind of watch that. So that's a nice way of thinking about it and how I'm going to frame it um, in this podcast and how I talk about it with my clients. And another way of really helping you get your brain around it is to think of your energy like money, especially when it comes to the spending part. You know, we with our energy, we need um, it to be in the black. And often when there's fatigue, and especially when there's consistent or chronic fatigue, it's a sign that your energy bank account has gone well into the red. And it's also, it's a really helpful way about thinking about your activities and your day and your health and your body of, you know, how much resiliency, how much buffer of energy do you have in your bank account? And sometimes we don't have a lot and we need to make our life decisions based on that. So for example, you know, when I've just, um, my twin girls are six months old now, um, I have more of an energetic buffer now, six months on, than I did when they were two weeks old. So the, and that's a really obvious example. She, obviously, you had newborn twins, because you weren't going to be getting tons of sleep. I wasn't. I was getting like maybe two hours a night, potentially. Um, so my energy bank account was in the red. So the decisions I made for my life reflected that. I went for naps. I didn't really do anything. I was in a low energy state. Now, six months on, my buffer's a little bit higher. So I'm spending my energy a bit more by doing things like running and exercising. If obviously I have good sleep and I'm feeling okay. So those can be helpful ways of thinking about it. Your production of energy and the spending of energy. If you're feeling tired consistently, whatever, wherever you are on the spectrum, there's an issue with one of those two things or both of those things. So let's meet Lola. So Lola came to me and she was in her, I think, late 20s. She had, she said in her own words, she, she's always been tired. Even when she was a child, she wouldn't be off playing outside. She would actually come home and have naps. She would get really exhausted. Her mum would say often after play date, she would just want to go to bed. So she'd been tired, like from the get-go. Um, and as an adult, 
she'd just gotten consistently more and more fatigued um, and more and more in pain, more and more foggy, more and more just struggling. She was able to work part-time, although that was a massive energy drain on her. She was a mum and had, in terms of diagnoses, had um, chronic fatigue, um, depression, fibromyalgia, and a, a couple of other things. She, her periods were really awful and just massively knocked her out every month, essentially. And the only time she felt great in her life was when she's been pregnant. That was like the one time she was like, oh my goodness, I feel like I have energy. She felt less foggy. She wasn't in pain, um, which is really interesting information, isn't it? Or it is if you're a holistic nutritionist like me and I go, hmm, interesting, Lola, interesting. <laughs> so that's who we are looking at. So I'm going to take you through a bit of a framework in terms of what to do and, and essentially why your energy might be low. This thing and the same kind of framework I did with Lola and you can do it on yourself now as we're listening. So Lola came to me, obviously she was at the point where she was just really ready to see some change. She was really struggling um, even just to work, even though it was part-time. A lot of people with more extreme fatigue just struggled even to work, which then becomes a vicious circle because then if you're not working, you're not being able to pay for healthy food and all of those kinds of things. So um, we, she came and worked with me in our first session. My first session with clients is always quite a long session where I ask tons of questions, gather. It's basically a data gathering phase where I'm really trying to get a good idea of your entire history, you know, your family history, any genetic predispositions. And um, we also run lots of labs. So with this client, she'd done herself a bit of genetic testing, which was really interesting. She, and then with me, we ran uh, some hormones test, a gut test and a thyroid test. So it's a quick side note here. If you've been consistent and chronically tired for a long period of time, I highly recommend that you pay for a private thyroid test that does a thorough check of your thyroid. It's really not that expensive. It's often often less than £100. You may have had your thyroid checked at the doctor. Chances are they've not done a thorough check. They've maybe just checked your TSH level. You need a thorough thyroid panel. If you have been fatigued for a long time and it's not getting better, no matter how much you sleep, do yourself a favor and get your thyroid thoroughly checked. If you're listening to this from another country with maybe private healthcare, make sure your doctor is checking your TSH, your T4, your T3, your thyroid antibodies, ideally your free T4 and your free T3, alongside maybe your vitamin D, iron, B12, and a couple of other things. Okay, just a, a important side note with this. So with this client, her doctor had checked a TSH level before, but I did a thorough panel with her to look at antibodies and thyroid and that kind of thing. And we also did a gut test and we also did a, a hormones test because that piece I said before about, you know, when she was pregnant, that was the time she felt best, which is interesting. So that shows there's a massive hormonal influence. So like I'm saying with this client, if you're tired and you're not sure why, and you're sleeping great, the first thing you've got to ask yourself is why are you tired? So that's what I did with Lola. We looked at why was she tired? What had gone on in her past? What was going on now? What was happening? Because it's, like I said at the beginning, it's, if you're consistently tired, it's something to do with either the spending of your energy, how you spend your ATP on a day-to-day basis, or it's how your production, excuse me, a production problem or both. And with this client with Lola, because she's more of a chronic ongoing case, obviously there's a problem with both. 
it was a production and a spending issue. So you've really got to figure out why. That's why a thyroid test can be so useful. That's why checking your iron is really important. That's why checking your B12 and your folate. That's why maybe checking in on your blood sugars and your insulin and glucose levels is really important. Really got to look at why. Or maybe you just need to go to bed earlier. You know, if you feel better just by going to bed earlier, then that's your why. And it's really simple. You just need to get your bed in earlier. I honestly don't know why people have so much drama about going to bed earlier. I'm like, it's almost like, I think it's because people don't understand the actual magic and miracles that happen in your body when you sleep. Like, we don't fully understand all the wonder of what happens in our sleep. Like, you kind of go into a coma when you sleep. Your brain washes itself when you sleep. So if you're just tired because you need to get to sleep earlier, just like, honestly, cut that out. Get to bed earlier. I don't know what nonsense is going on. Just get to bed. And if you're, if it's because you're a parent and it, that the hours of 10 and 11 is the only time you have for yourself, I totally get it. But you do have more control over that than you think. So prioritize your sleep. But first thing, you've got to figure out why are you tired? So with this client with Lola, it was an issue with production and spending. But with you, maybe it's just the spending of your energy. Maybe you're not so chronically fatigued and um, there's other things going on. So I'm going to explain with you what we did with this client, what was coming up with her, just so you can get a bit of an idea of the whys. Because there can be a lot of reasons for why you're tired. It might be blood sugar mismanagement. It might be some genetic stuff potentially, although that's probably the least important thing, to be honest, but that's a whole other episode in itself. Um, it might be too much sugar, too much caffeine, poor quality sleep. There might be thyroid issues. There might be low iron. There might be low B12. There might be general nutrient depletions. There might be heavy metal toxicity going on. There might be gut issues, estrogen imbalances, androgen issues, so many things, toxic mold, other um, toxin exposure, poor detoxification, so many things. But with this client, she was had poor production of energy because there was a lot of nutrient depletions. We ran some panels with her um, and so her vitamin D was low, B12 was low. Her iron was kind of borderline. Her folate, I think, was a little bit on the lower side. Um, her thyroid results actually came back okay. It looked a little bit sluggish, but there was no actual thyroid disease, so that was really good. Um, we ran some other tests with her and she had arsenic toxicity, uh, low selenium, which impacts your thyroid and a little bit of aluminium toxicity going on. So that's that heavy metal of arsenic and aluminium. Um, so those were all affecting her production as well as her spending. Um, there was high amounts of stress. There was some relationship uh, stress and stuff going on there. So in terms of her home environment was quite a lot. Her work was quite stressful. So these were all affecting um, her production. And also this isn't super clear cut. Also some of those things affect how she spends. If you're stressed, you spend a lot more energy on being stressed as well. So in terms of her spending, she was a definite overspender. So she, um, I recommended that she um, went back to therapy because there was anxiety and some other stuff going on that obviously should be spending, her body would be spending a lot of energy on if there's a lot of stress and trauma and relationship issues and anxiety and those kind of things. So she did a great job at um, getting support from that aspect as well. Um, she 
we used to overspend her energy by forcing herself to exercise. So she'd be like literally on her last legs with work and her kid and then would force herself to do exercise, feel terrible for it. But, you know, it's the quote unquote healthy thing to do. So she'd overspend her energy with that. And um, poor sleep as well. She um, didn't have very good boundaries necessarily with her sleep and also naturally just slept not great. Poor self-care. So, you know, everyone's needs was more important than her. So she spent her energy on making everyone else happy, but not herself, not looking after herself. There was some massive gut issues going on. She had a yeast overgrowth, some other pathogenic bacteria. There was no parasites or anything like that, but there was a lack of diversity in her bacteria in her gut, poor short chain fatty acids. She had a genetic propensity to inflammation. So her her she had a couple of genetic mutations that meant she was she kind of just created a lot more inflammation than quote unquote normal and also was quite poor almost metabolizing that inflammation if that makes sense that's a simple way of thinking about it there was estrogen dominance that came up in her uh, hormone test results and that can cause a lot of inflammation and actually dna damage in the in the long run so we really spent a lot of time looking at that um and her body was spending the the bits of energy that she was making or the energy she was making it was spending it on trying to fight all of these fires there was relationship fires there was some toxicity going on there was gut issues there was poor sleep there was um, poor boundaries there was estrogen dominance there was forcing herself to exercise like she, she was overspending 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 all the time on her energy so that's why it's really important to find out your why because Lola here Actually, I've had other clients, lots of clients with chronic fatigue or ME or fibromyalgia, and they all look really different. So figuring out your why is really important. And this is what is going to mean you actually make significant results faster if you can really personalize this. Like I can give you a general like how to have more energy formula and that might work a bit potentially, but it's really important if you are tired, especially if this has been going on for a long time, that you find out your unique why. Now, I can tell you the patterns that I see. So it's really common with my clients has gut issues nearly all the time. Poor thyroid, nearly all the time. Hormone imbalances, all the time. Poor quality sleep, all the time. Even if you're getting quantity sleep, which we'll talk about later. Um, heavy metal issues, often see that a lot of the time. And then more home environment, uh, environmental toxins. But it's really important that you figure out why you're tired. And that's why part of what I do is with is this with my clients, is help them run some tests, gather the data, do, apply the structure and the thinking and analyzing around it to figure out, okay, this is why you're maybe tired. This is what's going on. This is some of the data we've gathered of what your your unique body is saying. Okay, so easiest way to find out why you're tired is to do a bit of thinking about it. Or to be honest, if you're tired, you don't probably want to think. Just maybe need to run some lab tests. First, go to your GP, get a good or your primary care doctor and get those basic things done that I mentioned. Iron, your uh, basic thyroid, TSH, folate, maybe C-reactive protein, see if there's an inflammation. You want to look maybe at your B12 levels, a couple of other basic, a couple of liver markers, just a real basic check as a minimum. But most of the time you're going to need to go privately um, if you're in the UK and potentially if you're in other countries with private healthcare, you might have other tests covered by insurance. But if you're tired, the 
you probably don't have energy to think things through. Like this is what I do for my clients. They come to me, I take their health history. I ask them questions about their childhood, their birth, their hit, uh, their family history of health, their teenage years, their twenties. Like I take it, I chronologically put it all in a timeline in my notes. I look at their whole life, look at the patterns, their medications they've had, the health issues they've had, the viruses they've picked up and get this whole picture of all the contributing factors of why they are tired and then apply that, you know, look at research and what that says. And then we also then run um, labs to then give us more in, you know, real time data. But if you're exhausted, you probably don't have time to think about all that stuff. And that's why private lab testing can really help. And to be honest, that's why working with me can really help. Because if you're tired, you don't have the energy for this stuff. And that's why people pay me to do it. (laughs) Because I help them to cut the crap and they just show up to the sessions. It's so much easier. I give them a couple of simple actions. They do it. They don't have to second guess. They don't have to Google it. They don't have to order the labs. They don't have to figure it out. I do all of that. <laughs> so it works really well if you're tired because that's the, that is the chicken and egg situation. If you're really chronically tired, you often probably don't have the energy to make a lot of these changes. So you need to be really, really strategic about what you do. If you're tired a lot of the time, you should not be doing 20 things to try and help your health. You need to know exactly what are the one or two most strategic actions that you can implement that are going to give you the biggest return, that are going to make the biggest difference because you literally do not have the energy to sprout your own seeds and grow your own vegetables and do yoga and do meditation and cut out gluten and cut out sugar and cut out dairy and do this and take this supplement and do this thing. And you don't. So you have to be really, really strategic and not waste your time and waste your precious energy on things that aren't actually the right thing. Or another way of saying it is, So much of the time clients have come to me and they've spent a lot of time and a lot of money trying to solve the wrong problem for their health. So their intention is there. They're really trying. They are putting in the effort, but they're putting in the effort to solve the wrong thing. It's like having a car that stops working and then you pay for an entirely new engine when the problem was actually that you needed to deal with the radiator. I don't actually know enough about cars, so I maybe shouldn't have used that analogy. I mean, is the radiator in the engine? I don't know. Or, um, Oh, a better example. You have a really good blender. I know a lot about good blenders and it stops working and you spend tons of money buying a new motor when actually it was the the electrical plug in your house that stopped working. The blender was fine. You just need a better power source. You have got to solve for the right problem. And this is why people can spend years fannying around, putting in lots of good intention, lots of time, lots of money and actually getting not very far because they're solving the wrong problem because they've not taken the time to figure out why is this going on. And it's so important. So when it comes to tired and energy, why are you tired? Is it production? Is it spending? What's going on? And with Lola, these were some of the things that were happening um, with her. And obviously prior to working with me, she'd worked a lot with her GP and all of her tests always came back normal. And that was kind of part of her impetus to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so frustrated. (laughs) Everything's gone back normal. But when we ran these private labs, whilst they're not diagnostic, tons of stuff had came up. I could clearly see why she was tired. It was like this big web of things all going on. So there's some genetic stuff that laid the foundation. There was environmental stuff. There was estrogen dominance that was damaging her DNA and causing inflammation. There was depletions happening. Like it was so obvious to me 
And she actually like cried when we went through it because she was like, oh, this finally makes sense to me. Like, I feel emotional when I'm talking about it. But she was like, I've just always, no one's ever been able to tell me why. And I've just always thought um, maybe this is just as good as it gets. And she was like, oh, I can actually see why this, why it is that I feel tired. And it was just so powerful for her to be able to just see. And for me to be able to say, I totally get why you're tired. This is a terrible set of things. Like this sucks. You should be tired. You should be exhausted. You've actually done really well to get where you are. Because with women, I generally find we're really good at pushing through. She was really good at pushing through. She had a job. She had a daughter. She could just, you know, she could do it. She had to. But it was taking its toll on her life and her relationships and her own self, sense of self. So why are you tired? Number one. So the next thing you want to look at is diet and you want to make dietary changes, ideally based on your why. But in general, there's some, a couple of really good basic things to do when it comes to dietary changes. So I call when it comes to energy, there's a bit of a tired sugar, tired caffeine, tired sugar cycle. <laughs> well, you're tired, so you eat sugar or caffeine that actually makes you more tired. So you have more sugar and caffeine, then you actually get more tired and then you have more sugar and caffeine or you don't sleep very well. So you have caffeine that makes you more tired and want sugar. So you have sugar and then that makes you more tired, more caffeine, more than then you can't sleep. And then it's a bit of a cycle. And it, I totally get it. It's really difficult. You're tired, so you're naturally going to want things like sugar and caffeine to perk you up. You naturally, if you're tired, you're naturally going to be more inclined to have processed food, easy foods, takeaway foods, just things that you can like shove in the microwave. And, you know, especially if you've got a family or other people that you cook for, you like, you just don't have the energy to be like, I'm going to peel my carrots. I'm going to chop the onion. I'm going to crush and grate my garlic. Like all of that requires energy. And if you're tired, you don't have that energy. So I totally get why it happens. It makes complete sense but it does then become a bit of a vicious circle. And in order to help you gain your energy, you need to break that cycle. Now, you don't need to suddenly change everything overnight, but you do need to break those cycles of sugar, of refined carbohydrates, of processed foods, and start to incorporate some easy whole food options into your diet and probably do a bit of mindset work around it. And also maybe prioritize it in terms of your day to day. Like, you uh, want to prioritize the bit of energy that you have on creating whole whole food meals for yourself because it's kind of like your medicine. So instead of wasting time on like the internet, wasting your energy scrolling stuff or wasting your energy getting really angry in a car or wasting your energy helping your neighbor for the millionth time, you actually say no, you set some boundaries and you spend that energy on creating whole healing foods for yourself really important because sugar is not going to help with your energy in the long run. Refined sugars I'm talking about and lots of refined carbohydrates and processed foods actually are just going to deplete your energy. So if we go back to Lola here, so she came to me and she was totally in that cycle. She's like, I know I need to eat better, but I'm just so exhausted. She had her, uh, her kid was quite fussy when it came to eating and she worked and it was, she was just eating a lot of kind of processed foods, easy foods, takeaway foods. So we just had to slowly clean that up based on her energy. We focused first on removing refined sugars from her diet. That made a huge difference 
just doing that. So that actually gave her more energy. So once she had more energy from doing that, we then removed gluten and dairy because though she knew those were a problem for her. She already knew that, but she needed a little bit more energy first. And we did a couple of quick fixes in terms of supplementation to help give her some quick fix energy because you, you need energy to do this stuff. So I'm so aware with clients, if they're coming to me and energy is one of the main problems, we have to do some quick fix stuff at the start so that they have the energy to do the work to fix the root causes of the energy, if that makes sense. Always really mindful of that when it comes to clients. Um, so we, you know, when she got a bit more energy and felt up for it, we moved gluten and dairy. Again, that gave her way more energy. So we were able to just keep on tweaking her diet until like by the end, she was like having broccoli sprouts in her life. She was eating whole foods. Um, with her, we... Um, did, I think we did recipe boxes with her with Mindful Chef because she's based in the UK, which was gluten and dairy free. I also added in a couple of like whole food um, uh, ready meals as well for, you know, just to help. Like you've got to be realistic with this stuff. A lot of the time with energy, people go all or nothing. They're kind of like, right, I need to eat perfectly. But if you have poor energy, you need to be really kind to yourself and really make sure you have the right strategies and some easy things. We focused on getting her to eat easy, quick things to make like, you know, stir fry vegetables from the shop that you know you're not chopping with prawns that you just buy from the shop that you're not chopping like just stuff that you could throw in a pan and heat up and eat like or, or a decent ready meal or you know these kinds of things or also maybe getting more help around cooking like there's no reason if if you don't live alone um, there's no reason why you should be the only one cooking if you're feeding other people. That, that's this kind of, unless it's a, a formalized, intentional agreement. Like we have that with me and my husband that we intentionally have decided when it comes to meat dinner time, that is something I'm responsible for. That's not a default. That's not assumed. It is intentionally decided upon and reviewed every couple of months. Don't just fall into a default around making food. Get help with it if you need it. So with her, we cleaned up her diet that helped give her more energy. And the more energy she had, the more we cleaned it up, the more energy, you know, it just became a bit like that. But the first thing you want to do in terms of listening to this, deal with refined sugar, honestly, and processed foods, refined sugar and processed foods. If you can reduce those, remove them from your life, you'll just, honestly, you will have more energy. You just will. So it's a really easy win. <laughs> So that was number two. Number three is then, so if you've figured out why you're tired, you've done a bit of cleaning up of your diet, you've gotten rid of those sugars, is then you actually want to target your why. So maybe for you, it's, you know, oh, I'm really exhausted, but I also have IBS. You might know that you need to do some gut work. Maybe your periods are awful, painful, terrible, or they're just not there. They're non-existent. They disappear. You never have a period. Then you maybe know, oh, okay, I might be tired and it might be to do with my sex hormones as well. It might be you need to have some therapy. Maybe you're like, actually, I'm super anxious. I've, you know, I'm really struggling with my mental health. You might need to go actually and have some therapy and support with your mind and your mental health. And that will actually help you have more energy. So you've got to target your whys and take action on them. Have a strategy, go one at a time. So with this client, you know, we worked with each other over three or four months and we, you know, I have a, had a clear strategy for going through this. So we worked on diet. Then we did some gut protocols and gut work. Then we worked on her estrogen dominance and her hormones and we worked on self-care and mindset throughout this sprinkled in getting her to spend a bit more time this um on herself and we also worked on improving her sleep quality so that was kind of the stuff we did with her and that's kind of partly why she felt so much better like so much better 
by the end. The next thing we want to do is look at detoxing as well. So target your whys and then just make sure you're incorporating some detoxification helping. And this might be you need to detox from relationships, might be you need to detox from commitments that you have committed yourself to and that don't that just drain your energy. You just need to say no. Maybe you need to detox your skin and home products. Maybe you use bleach and toxic, you know, all the fear and everything that's been going on with the pandemic has made you get really toxic cleaning stuff that's actually really not doing your immune system or your liver or your body any good. Maybe you need to detox your skin products. Maybe you just put loads of maybe expensive skincare products on, but full of endocrine disrupting things, hormone disrupting products that are going to go into your bloodstream and cause havoc on your body. Maybe there's heavy metal issues. Maybe you live in a moldy house and you just know that needs to change. Detox. You need to create a detox lifestyle, whether that's relationally, whether that's beauty products wise, whether that's your home, whether that's with boundaries and commitments, whether that's with heavy metals, detox, a detox lifestyle. Doesn't mean you need to do everything overnight, but you need to just weed out some of the things. And even as you're listening to this, really tune in and just see which of those things resonates you. You might think, oh yeah, I don't want to do another year on, you know, on the board for that thing. I don't want to be on the PTA. I don't want to keep on doing meal trains for people. I don't, whatever it is, or it might be like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to change my makeup for a while. Oh yeah, I still use terrible shower gel and uh, I don't know, soap dispensers, you know, just make really quick and easy tweaks there. Twicks? (laughs) Obviously hungry. (laughs) What do they call that? Freudian slip? What? I really just want to eat a Twix. I've not actually eaten a Twix for years. Is it? For those of you in different countries, a Twix is a chocolate bar. Uh, And I have no desire to, I have to say. Uh, And the final thing when it comes to um, your energy in terms of why you might be tired, even though you're sleeping really well, is a final point on sleep. So you might be getting, you might think you're getting good sleep. It's really worth remembering that sleep is not just about quantity of hours. It's about quality of sleep. So it's really important if you're tired that you make sure you improve your quality of sleep quality. So you need quantity, of course, and quality. Because chances are you're really tired, but you're sleeping really well. You're probably getting enough quantity, but you're probably not getting quality sleep. And that's maybe because you're just in front of screens before bed. You don't filter out the blue light. That might be because you sleep in a room with lots of lights in and standby lights and street lamps and you don't have blackout curtains. That might be because you're too hot in your bed. That might be because you don't wind have a wind down routine before you go to sleep. That might be because you go to bed hungry. It might be because you eat a heavy meal right like, you know, an hour before you go to bed. All of those things will interrupt your quality of sleep. So that is just you know, I can't, I can't do a whole podcast on energy guys and not mention sleep because it's because it does sleep affects everything. It really does. So those are the things in terms of what is robbing you of your energy. You know, what is taking away your energy, even though you sleep well, it's probably going to be some of those things. And it's really important. So just to recap, you want to look at why you are tired. What are some of the core things going on? You want to make some easy dietary changes. You want to target your whys in a really strategic way. You want to have a detox lifestyle and you want to focus on quality sleep. So to summarize, really think about the fact that if you're tired, you'll be tired for a reason. You're not crazy. You're not a wuss. You don't just need to push through. If you're exhausted, there's a reason for it that can be dealt with, essentially. The next thing you want to do is think about 
what action could you take from this? And the easiest thing to do would just be to deal with sugar. Again, you don't need to be perfect at this. And this also isn't about making sugar the enemy. Sugar is not a demon. It's not, you know, I eat sugar right before I went on this podcast. I ate some dark chocolate and what do you know, it contains refined sugar. I'm totally okay with it, but I'm not constantly needing sugar. I don't eat sugar. Like I don't eat large amounts of refined sugar at all. I don't want it. I don't feel good doing it. It doesn't benefit us in any way. So we're not looking for perfection here and we don't, it's not about good or bad food. It's about how you feel. And if you feel tired, sugar will not be helping you and it won't be serving you. And it's not a way to look after and respect your body. Let's just, let's just say it as it is. So that would be the easiest action to take on this if you haven't done that already. Um, and if you are still really struggling, then like I said before, I have currently got space for new clients. As I'm recording this, one of those spaces has already gone. So, and I will be increasing my prices soon. So if you want to come and work with me and get in at the current rates, then you need to head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book your call. I need to do that soon and um, before the prices increase um, and I would love to work with you. And this is like, you know, just like with Lola and it's worth saying actually with Lola by the end, she was amazed by how different she felt. I checked in with her after I came back from maternity leave and she was just so, it was actually quite a humbling experience for me. She was so grateful for the process because she just felt so different. Her periods were different. Her life was different. Her her brain, were, like she just felt totally, totally different. And um, that's just the power of, of doing this stuff. So if you are, if you feel like you resonate with Lola, then head to keziahall.com forward slash book, put your call with me and I'd love to help you. Otherwise, thank you for listening to the show. If you found this episode helpful, do share it with your friends, share it on Instagram, on Facebook, email it to a friend. I'd love to help more and more people. That's really the goal of providing this kind of weekly and free information every single week. Um, it takes me a lot of time and money to, to do this podcast, but I do it because often I get feedback from you guys about how helpful it is. So do share it with as many people as you can and leave a review. That would be awesome. Otherwise, I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply. (laughs) (laughs) which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea. Okay, I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.